That was probably 45 minutes of having it on. It's the first time I've worn one. I am disoriented. I'm a little mad, if you can't tell that already. Like, I'm very, I'm, I'm frustrated, but I don't feel good physically. Like, I can tell you right now, I wasn't getting enough oxygen. And I just had on one of these little stupid things. I feel dizzy. My hands are kind of tingly. Um, my heart is beating fast. So some of it's an emotional reaction, but some of it's a physical reaction. I understand the virus is real. Okay. I understand the virus is real. Friends, look at the numbers and tell me why everybody's living in fear. Tell me why we're putting these things on and not being able to breathe. I just want to cry. Like that's all I want to do is cry because you can't see people's faces. You can't make human connection. We can't hug people. We can't hold their babies. I'm at the end of it. I'm just simply at the end of it. It doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And it's, I'm not okay with it. Nothing about what we're doing is supported by the numbers that are out there. Those of you that know me, like I am one of the most compassionate, caring people you will ever meet. And I do care about you. But I also care about me and my children and my family. And I do care about my rights. And it's probably the last time I'm wearing this because I feel terrible. I feel emotionally terrible, but I feel physically like it affected me. So anyway, there you go. Okay. It is Friday. May 22nd, 2020. I know I've been gone for a while because I've been in the house trying to see if I could personally flatten the curve. But unfortunately, there are a lot of motherfuckers out there that uh, feel that they need to leave the house immediately. Even though there are so many things you can do in the goddamn house. It's like your house or your neighborhood. Yeah, not just your house, just the neighborhood. Just like go, just go around your neighborhood. That's what I used to do when I lived in Raleigh. I would just walk around the neighborhood and have a bomb-ass time. You have one of those neighborhoods that would just have like uh, potlucks just just randomly people need to do more of that just like have more potlucks make some so socially distinct potlucks but people uh really want to leave the goddamn house so badly or else like they'll explode or whatever I, before you know, I got on the mic, I uh, looked at the tally, as in the death tally of people who have died from the coronavirus, and it is it is nearly getting up to 95,000. 95,000 deaths. You think 95,000 people dying 
nearly 95,000 people dying. Uh, 303,000 have recovered. And uh, 1.8 million cases um, documented. You think people would be like, yeah, we need to get the fucking in our houses and just stay in there and do shit and just like, just, you know, just say, you know, flatten this curve. But no, people out there are getting AR-15s and storming state capitals and like, yeah, you're taking away our freedom. First of all, people, let's, let's get this shit out the way. Um, people who, if I see one more video of a motherfucker not wearing a mask at Walmart or a Costco and bring up to the, one of the employees and say, you know, hey, it's a free country. I need to wear a mask and everything. It's like they don't know how freedom works. They don't know how freedom works. Also, they're an asshole. Just, uh, just you know, anybody who say, hey, man, it's a free country, they're an asshole. Uh, just, just, just basically because they just like will say the dickest shit, say the dickest shit to you. And just follow that with, hey, man, it's a free country. Yeah, but that doesn't entitle you to be a dick. It really doesn't. <laughs> Certain people in my family used to say that shit. Just like, hey, man, it's a free country. I'm like, you're an asshole. Just <laughs> bring up the country into your asshole-ish way of thinking. Uh, <laughs> I'm at that point. If you haven't guessed already, yeah, I've been drinking. As always, the only way I could get on the mic and talk about any of this shit if if I had a few in me. Ah, yeah, that good old Belgian ale triple. And and also the the you know when Walmart or Costco or whoever the fuck tells you, hey hey, you know. We we have a policy where you should wear a mask. They're not asking you to wear masks because they're trying to uh, contain your freedom, your your right, your constitutional rights. Which I'm pretty sure you've never read. They're just asking you to be considerate when you put on a mask. You're being considerate, not wanting to infect people just in case. You have the coronavirus, and you know people see that you know when you know when they're not wearing masks, they're not trying to infect you with the coronavirus. It's just like a, it's like a nation full of people trying to not infect one another, and it is fucked up that that people don't want to do that. People people literally do not want. To be considerate. That, that, is, that is the main thing we are getting from this shit show. Is that there are people out there, whether they are just this small vocal minority. They don't want to be considerate. They want uh, shit to open up. So they can go and just be uh, waited on or whatever the hell. Just like that, that, I don't know if you saw that video of the white girl just losing her shit at the Red Lobster. First of all, it's Red Lobster. 
why the hell are you going there in the first place? No offense to Beyonce or whatever, or just like whoever works at Red Lobster. If you go to Red Lobster to actually eat Red Lobster, you are a psychopath. Like, there's no other reason to eat at Red Lobster besides the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. That's it. Just like, just get the Cheddar, and then like, they they just change it from Red Lobster, just Cheddar Bay Biscuits and some seafood. Because I don't know a single motherfucker in the history of my life to say, hey, you know, that the Red Lobster at Red Lobster be hidden, though. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been in Red Lobster in like thirty years, and the la- I re- the re- the last time I distinctly remember going to a Red Lobster, me and my mother, we stocked up on Cheddar Bay biscuits. Like she was sneaking in, she was sneaking out Cheddar Bay biscuits in her purse, and we we're like, we're gonna have this later. Because the Cheddar Bay Biscuits be hitting, though. And, of course, we got President uh, Donald Trump. Here's the thing that kills me about Donald Trump. Y'all all know he does not know what the fuck he is doing. You know this. Motherfucker went on the mic talking about how you can, you know, consume disinfectant and you can get rid of this coronavirus. He keeps on hawking uh, hydroxychloroquine like it's this miracle cure. You know the motherfuckers back in the early days, the early 20th century, they used to go from town to town, say, hey, this is the miracle cure that'll cure. Like Michael Jackson and then Paul McCartney had that video, say, 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 where they, where they, that was like, the, that was the premise of the video. Like this motherfucker is literally being a snake oil salesman as a president. And nobody's saying what, what what people are saying. Hey, um, let's not listen to what this motherfucker is saying. Let's try to find a way to, you know, try to find a way to actually see about taking care of people. But people are listening to the president. We really, first of all, we really need to separate like who are the people who are actually listening to the president and who is not. Because this shit is getting out of hand. Like, I'm tired of the people uh, being, the people who are pro Trump being the most vocal. Because that's the thing. He, it's, it's obvious he does not know what the fuck he's doing. And I would like people to tell him to his face he don't know what the fuck he's doing. Obviously, does not bring up Barack Obama like that's gonna do something. Obamagate, what the f- the fuck? Are, are you serious right now? Man hasn't been in office in years. 
I'm bringing up Obamagate. And and let me tell you this shit right now. You you will never have, have me believe in that President Obama is part of some conspiracy, no matter what kind of uh, shit you pull out of your ass. Because when he first got in office, his hair was jet black. And when he got out of there, he looked like black Steve Martin. Motherfucker had gray hair. How the hell you have gray hair in eight years? So, you know, Fox News and, and whoever else want to make this look like it's, it's Barack's fault, go fuck yourself. I'm not hearing it. Motherfuckers out there jet skiing and everything, and you trying to pin some sort of uh, a scandal on, like, niggas, oh, God damn, y'all are just, I need to take another drink. Oh, shit. What the hell else? Oh, there's so many, so, so much stuff. You know, I've, like I said, I've been gone for so long. Yeah, I tried to, I tried to see about doing like a little, like this thing where I talk for 20 or so minutes in my apartment where I live at with two old men. And I'm just like, that, that is a horrible idea. <laughs> and I wasn't drunk enough to talk. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at something resembling a studio. I should be at the house, but you know, I, I don't have any fancy technology at my apartment, which once again, I live at with two old men. So, I wrote, I wrote some notes. Well, oh, wait a minute. There's something. Uh, I, I'm, like uh, Tom Brady announced he's selling a, a non-FDA approved homeopathic medley of vitamins. That allegedly, that allegedly will activate your immune system, appropriately called Protect. The vitamins essentially contain the same ingredients as a $12 pack of a burden CC. Oh, Jesus. But with more coronavirus buzzworthy additions like elderberries and larch tree. What the fuck is that about? The hell... Everybody's got like everybody got coronavirus. Mir- We're going. Oh, just I just talked about this. Like I got the cure for coronavirus. Have you seen? Have y'all seen the videos of like dudes uh, dipping their head in or- the the brothers mostly dipping their heads in orange and lemon rinds, lemon peels or whatever. Like, yeah, that's how it cures coronavirus and just. Just like motherfucker, if you listen to Tom Brady for <laughs> for for advice on how to get rid of coronavirus, then you know maybe you may maybe you need not to just because you know, 
he's Tom Brady and he's a fucking millionaire and he fucks a supermodel on the regular. So, you know, may not know what he, you know, may not know what the working man needs. I have not seen the the last dance, the, you know, the the whole uh, Bulls thing, the ESPN thirty for thirty thing. So I keep hearing that, uh, you know, Michael Jordan was kind of a dick. Uh, cause, cause, first of all, because I don't have ESPN and I don't know how to watch, and plus I'm not really feeling like watching a lot of TV because there's a lot of TV. I don't know how y'all, all y'all do it watching TV all the goddamn time. There's like so much TV now. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, it's like the big thing about the, 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 the last dance documentary is that Michael Jordan is an asshole. Well, you know, just like, I guess when you, uh, have your own shoe, <laughs> you feel like you want to. Like, motherfuckers, I got, like, kids are walking around wearing me. And you expect me not to be an asshole? Just, kids, kids literally want to be me. They say, they, they, they started like a commercial campaign to say you want to be like Mike. And you actually expect that nigga not to be an asshole? So yeah, that's that. That's what's happening. Um, but really, stay the fuck home. Like, why do you want to leave? What? What is? What is? What is out there for you personally? What makes you want to go? Hey, I need to get the fuck out. Like, I know, like everybody's like slowly but surely trying to trying to get out there so they can do whatever the fuck. Why you want to, why you want once again, why you want to go to Red Lobster? Why you want to go out, you know, go and do other shit and just, you can do all that shit at home. There's, there's like all, all lot of great things waiting for you at home. God damn it, Phoenix Marie is back doing porn again. He's back with Brazzers. You're missing out on so much good porn Because your ass want to want to leave and don't want to deal with your family anymore. Only yeah, because OnlyFans are is like is the biggest, the only industry making a, a surge. Everybody's unemployed as fuck, but our OnlyFans people showing the pepperoni nipples on OnlyFans. Those people are raking it in. I just say pepperoni nipples. God damn it. Man, I, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Just like just trying. I just figured I'd just see if I can finally uh, do one of these shows again. Hopefully, I can go back to doing them bi weekly. Yeah. Just, just trying to see. Just trying to see if there's some bullshit to pass along to you. Because there is a lot of bullshit. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. Let's uh, let's see if we can get the music going in this part of the show. 
this is the most uh, ferocious show on the interwebs. This is everything is canceled. You just don't go through with it. You say you know the way to go, and I should follow. But all of your empty promises leave me hollow. And oh, how do I trust you?
Okay, this is, uh, everything is canceled, a.k.a. just a nigga trying to do something with his life. That's basically what this is. This is all that has ever been, a nigga trying to do something with his life. Am I succeeding? I don't know. Nobody really talks to me about this goddamn podcast, so just we'll just, you know. See how it goes. As always, I am Craig D. Lindsay, a.k.a. Uncle Crizzle, a.k.a. Anastasia Beaverhausen, a.k.a. Theodorus Humplick, a.k.a. A Rock of Fucking Wisdom. And if you want to communicate with me to let me know that you actually listen to this shit, or you have passed this shit along to somebody else. Uh, 
you can uh, I'm I'm on all the medias Twitter Facebook Instagram uh, I finally uh, set up my TikTok account a couple of weeks ago don't don't look for me to do any of that bullshit y'all be doing on TikTok but um, I'll be liking shit uh, it, all of that is at Uncle Crizzle, at U-N-C-L-E-C-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, if you would like to donate to this podcast, um, go to paypal.me slash Uncle Crizzle. Sure, I have Venmo and Cash App accounts, but, you know, I've, you know, I've been fucking with PayPal for a long time now. For, for a really long time. So just thought I'd, you know, I'm, 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 I'm supportive of PayPal like that. All right, let's get with the music that I played. We, uh, this block uh, starting at the top with uh, My Petition by Jill Scott from her uh, Beautifully Human wor- Words and Sounds Volume 2 album that she dropped like oh four i know like uh well you know she recently had the uh versus battle with uh, erica badu and unlike all the other versus battles that have happened you know teddy riley versus babyface nelly versus Ludacris, that actually um was not a huge fuck up so i thought and i've been feeling this track as of late so, uh, yeah, I play that right now. No disrespect to the other uh, people who've been battling on verses, but God damn it. Can you, I know y'all are old, but can y'all figure out how to work your technical technological apparatus before you get on Instagram? Just, just looking around, seeing how you can figure this out so you don't get an echo. And after that, after that song was Another Last Chance by Sammy from his uh, 2006 self-titled sophomore album, which was recently remastered and finally put on streaming platforms. I was always a big fan of that album. I actually interviewed him. He was coming down Raleigh a long time ago, and I interviewed him, and I thought, hey, um, <laughs> let's let's talk. I was, you know, I thought that was a great album, and just like it's, uh, there's a remastered version now on all the streaming platforms. So I thought I'd play a track from that. And so, and after that, it was a song I was listening to today, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll play that." Is uh, "Shades of Yesterday" from the Beauty Room? Two guys, I forget, forget their name and shit, but did like back in yeah, like 2006 or so. You know, dropped a Great little debut album, a collaborative effort. They had a lot of great tracks on there, and I thought "And Shades of Yesterday" was one of them. All right, uh, before I get into the guests, uh, uh, Lana Del Rey, seriously, what the fuck? Why? Why would you rustle the feathers of so many, uh, you know, stand groups? Bring up their names, 
will bring up the names of like Nikki, Ariana, and Beyonce. We all know now not to bring up Beyonce when you're talking about, hey, I, I get your point. Like, you know, hey, can I just, can I live? Can I uh, make the kind of music that I want to make and everything? Like, they make it and they're like, they're big, successful stars. But, but you know, just, you just, you just asking, asking for trouble. When you just bring up these, bring up these pop stars and just say like they do that, why can't I do that? And then of course all the stands will come out of nowhere to say, "Well, you ain't this person, bitch. You ain't Beyonce. You ain't Nicki. You ain't uh, Cardi. You ain't whatever the goddamn hell." So yeah, just you, you just I just had I, I had to wake up to that. Just I had to wake up to the side of you pissing off a bunch of internet stands. Just, you, you, you should really know better. Uh, Harris County, Texas received an F grade and social distancing scoreboard. You don't say. Uh, I live in Houston, by the way. Uh, state, city, and county leaders have repeatedly said that social distancing mes- measures are one of the most effective ways to combat the novel yeah, this coronavirus, but new data shows Houston and Texas res- residents are fall- failing at the task. Wow. Harris County and Texas residents have received an F grade in social distancing amid the pandemic, according to an interactive scoreboard from Unicast, a Norway-based software company specializing in location data products for business clients. You know, everybody here was just like, God, if, if Norway, fuck them. So, but just a, it's another great reminder. This is where I live, where we get an F in social distancing. Yeah, this is my life, people. This is this is your life, too. You know, just like, you know, when, I, when this whole thing started, I thought, how are we going to survive all this? And, you know, just, and now it's just like, you know what, fuck it. We we deserve to go. We don't give a shit about we don't give a shit about old people. First of all, everybody's grandma is dead, and just just everybody's grandma's dead, and we don't care. You know, let the old people die. They don't look good anymore. Fuck them, so we can go and eat at goddamn Red Robin. Is that important to you? You want to eat at Red fucking Robin? Where all the burger specials cost as much as as, as a light bill? Because you, you, you need Red Robin in your life that much? God damn it! So, sorry about that. I just was thinking about something. Anyway, listen. I'm going to try and um, get into today's guest. Yeah, I think it's... Bell on time. He's a longtime friend of mine. He's a podcaster. He's all a lot of all good stuff. So, you know, let's let's just do this. Uh, okay. Um, I'm on the line here with uh, today's special guest. He is a uh, renowned uh, rapper and a videographer and a podcaster. He co-hosts the Opinions While Black. Uh, podcast 
a very beloved podcast with uh, Oz Longworth Jr. Listen to it every Sunday or Monday whenever it drops. Uh, so, uh, Damian Randall, welcome to Everything is Canceled. Glad to be here. How's it going, Craig? Oh, you know how it is. Actually, you probably don't. I'm just like, just I just say that shit. But uh, I think I have an idea. Uh, you know, yeah, I was I'm a little afraid, ask, but about to ask how you're doing because, like, when I called you, uh, you were about to walk your dog. Yep, the dogs have been walked. One shitted, one did not. So the one that did yeah, not is just just gonna have to wait till the morning. Okay. <laughs> Do they know they have to wait till the morning? Because if when I walk in, like you. yep. When I walk in, yes, because I, I don't really have the patience to to sit there for for thirty minutes or forty five minutes waiting for a dog to shit. Like, dude, handle your business. Let's get out. Nah, he wants to sniff trash cans and shit. All right, cool. Let's go home. Yeah. I, I mean, how is everything for the most part? I mean, to the fam and everything. Just um, it's, uh, every, everyone's good. You know, nothing, nothing traumatic to report. Um, you know, I am a, I am a social distancer by nature to begin yeah. with. So this is just, you know, this is just me really embracing my chosen lifestyle anyway. Yeah. Uh, I will say the one thing that does suck is, you know, I'm tired of eating my own cooking. Oh yeah, that's. Well, yeah, you know, cooking is another thing with a, you know, so many people have to go stay home and just, uh, just warm up stuff for the most and part. Yeah, and it's, you know, every day feels like a Monday. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it feels like the same day. I have not worn pants in over two months. Uh, you, I wear. You make that. You make that sound like a bad thing. Oh, it's a great thing. It's, it's yeah, a it's great a, thing. It's an extraordinary thing for me. <laughs> well, the difference is I actually wear shorts. So I, I'm at yeah. least, you know, I get a little bit more dressed than my underwear. I'm at least in shorts. Yeah. So that much I'll say. Uh, I probably yeah. wear actual shoes one day a week when I make my grocery run. Other than that, I'm wearing socks or I'm barefoot. Yeah. I mean, has it gotten to the point where, like, people are just like, you know, I don't know how many uh, people live with you in the home, but it's gotten to this whole thing where it's just like, this motherfucker is getting on my nerves and we need time apart? Uh, just me and my wife. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some dogs. And, you know, it's, it's the same as it always is. The, the good thing is both of us are still currently working right now, our respective mm-hmm. day jobs. And, you know, at, at least for a better portion of the day, I'm in one side of the house, she's in the other side of the house. Cause we actually, it's like these are jobs you actually have to pay attention to. So it, it still feels like kind of sort of going to work um, without – you know, people being on top of each other all day, getting bored and shit. Mm-hmm. Being old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Smelling each other's funk. 
Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, man. That was another thing. Just like, how's, how's the musty factor? Uh, you know, you know, I, you know, I don't have to bathe every day. Um, I do have to remind myself to brush my teeth every day, though. Like, yeah. I actually, I actually have to remind myself to do that. And I realize how much brushing my teeth is just a part of my everyday habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that that everyday habit is kind of busted, like, you know, I'm used to getting up, getting dressed for work. And as a part of that, brushing my teeth. Now I, you know, hit the alarm clock, get up, and walk over to my computer three minutes later and whatever I was sleeping in. And I'm at work. Yeah. Sometimes I remember to brush well, my teeth at around midday. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and 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 your wife kind of have this 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 built-in luxury of not having kids. Yes. Whereas, just like I was, you know, you don't have to do that shit. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know how early you guys go because sometimes for me, they'll they'll there'll be there'll be those days, you know, as a single person. I'll wake up at like uh, like one, two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm just like, now what? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I do realize that I, I do speak from somewhat of a position of privilege in that you know I'm I'm fortunate that I'm still able to work during this time, and and I'm a per, I'm a person that that can be easily bored, so the yeah. fact that I have something that I have to do every day. Uh, makes it easier for me because I know that if if I woke up every day and did not have something to do, I would probably be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny. I can speak for myself because because uh, I've been a freelance journalist for t- for a decade now. And I was basically living the quarantine life before the quarantine happened. Yep. Like I had to stay home because I was broke and just scrounging up work and everything. So it was just like this, this has not been a massive change for me. So it's just been funny. See, it, it, just in, from my perspective, it is, kind of amusing seeing people just freak out about unemployment and where the next check is coming from because I've been doing that for the better part of 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and for me, up until the the current job I have, you know, most of my working life, most of my adulthood, um, you know, very honestly, I, I did not, um, I wasn't able to hold a job in a lot of cases for more than a year. So I experienced mm-hmm. quite a few times where, you know, I was not working, I was not working extensively, uh, wondering where the next check was coming from, you know, just getting by. Uh, one, one year I was two weeks away from getting kicked out of my apartment, and luckily I won enough money on uh, Fantasy Football League to pay my rent yeah. that month, and, and I, you know, found a job a couple weeks later, and I was able to stay afloat. So wow. I, I, that's 
you know, I'm one of those people, man, I, I have a profound respect for what, what anyone is going through right now because up until very recently, you know, I've been, you know, you, you said at the top of the, the program, I've been, I've been a rapper. Yeah. Um, I'm a videographer still. Um, but you know, of course, with those titles and, and even with me holding down other jobs during that time, nothing is guaranteed. And we're still, you know, most of us are still perpetually broke. Nothing is guaranteed. Well, I'm sorry yeah. to tell me, but like nothing is guaranteed, especially for people of our skin tone. Yep. It's just like, they, they, we just always broke at any given moment. So it's just like, we might have something going on and then like something happens and it's just, oh, we don't need you, nigga, and stuff like that. Yep. So it's just like, it, it, it's always, so this is an everyday struggle for us. Yeah, and it's you know this, and that's why it's kind of weird when when people are talking about you know how shit is happening right now, and you know I live in Sunnyside, historically black neighborhood, and Sunnyside is one of the carries one of the highest incidents of uh, the COVID virus in the city. And people in my neighborhood honestly have never, you know, they, this entire time, they have not practiced really social distancing. You couldn't tell that anything was going on in my neighborhood if you didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the sad, real, the sad reality behind that is a lot of the people around here are so used to living under conditions very similar to this that it really isn't a change. In culture for them, um, they're used to not having access to a lot of the things that they wish they could have access to. A lot of them are are used to not having gainful employment to go to all the time. And I'm not typecasting everyone in my neighborhood like that. I'm just saying that there are quite a few that have had that experience all their lives. Um, a lot of them don't have access to adequate health care. So they're they're very used to just getting sick and getting over it in time. They're used to getting the flu or getting whatever kind of ailment and then just, you know, just living with it and kind of fighting through it. So for them, the the threat of of this particular pandemic is really nothing new. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, a lot of them probably underestimate the severity of it, but that's just, hell, that's just the reality of it, man. They're... Sometimes when niggas are used to being broke, <laughs> it just used to being broke. Um, and I think part of a lot of people's inability to to deal with the situation in a healthy manner is the fact that they've never been through this level of adversity before. Mm-hmm. You know the whole you know the whole thing about restricted freedom of movement, and not being able to go where you want to go when you want to go. A lot of us have been used to that kind of shit for for a very long time. Uh, and there are certain people who are just now coming to terms with that, and they're they're not taking it too well. Yeah, because a lot of this, it, a lot of this is all about white privilege. Yep. It's just like motherfuckers upset, like almost have, like ever says like, how dare you tell me to stay home. And whatever the fuck, 
And it, it, like the whole, the whole thing, like, I don't know if you saw that video of the white woman losing her shit, getting kicked out of the Red Lobster because it was full to capacity. And she yep. wanted her refund and she was hitting people. And I'm like, first of all, why the fuck you Red Lobster to begin with? I mean, notice, no respect to Red Lobster, love the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Like, she was there for Mother's Day. And I'm like, it was Red Lobster that big a deal for you? Right. It's Red Lobster. Red Lobster is like the Taco Bell of seafood dining. Like, I haven't been to Red Lobster in like 30 years. And like, like it hasn't even saved me once. They're like, oh, I think we should go to Red Lobster. And it's just like, it's like, why? When people are really go making this extra effort, they're being extra as hell to to give you know, that they should that they should be outside doing shit, where for no other reason to just prove they can be outside to do shit. Yeah, it's like the people in that one spot that were. They were they were protesting to get the gym reopened, but they were doing so by exercising outside on the sidewalk. So I'm like, why are you going to show motherfuckers that you can exercise without the gym as an as an action to protest to let you back in the gym? No, you're doing your squats and your dips right here. You're good. You really need to do for that shit. We deserve everything we get at this point. Like we I'm, do. I'm t- this is just like I'm tired of seeing all these other countries. I mean, like 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 Australia, they had I this is weak, I mean there's like under a hundred deaths the COVID and then you got what the fuck New Zealand of course, they're like they're they're just like oh twenty five, twenty seven or just like forget the number, but they're like extremely low. And you just like why can't all white people act right? during a global pandemic. I mean, all they got to do is just stop thinking about themselves and try to keep this down a lot because we already know, because like, Trump already don't give a fuck if we live or die. So it's just like we just got to take care of ourselves at this point. I saw something today where somebody made a good point. Um, somebody made a very good point that I hadn't even thought about before. And she said, if you if you look at the people who are protesting and you really take a close look at their tone and, and what they're saying, these people are not protesting for themselves to go back to work. Mm-hmm. They're not. Um, yeah. They are they are protesting for the right to have other people service them again. They, they want a haircut. They want a haircut. They want to go to a restaurant. They want to have the ability for other people to do things for them again. Right now, they have to cut their own hair. They have to cook their own food. They got to wash their own ass. You know, they got to clean their own dogs and shit. And they just want people to come back to work so that those people can go back to doing those jobs for them. Yeah. The the funny thing, I just saw that before I got on the phone I just started talking with you because it's just, it is, 
and and there's a lot there's a lot of truth to that, especially with it. But people always try to disguise it. Uh, man, I don't know if you saw that that uh, that footage of the uh, news reporter up in New York um, filming a protest going on, and all these people were like, were just was just like screaming at him, fake news and all that bullshit. I'm like, when he was when he was walking on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Yeah, they're like shooting him the finger, talking about you're part of the problem, you're the fake news, and all this. It, uh, it's just like, do people even know why they're out there at this point anymore? Just, they don't. They just like, I'm like parroting what Trump is saying, and it's yep. just like I thought it was I thought it was well established just from the press conferences alone that Trump don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He don't know what the fuck he's doing, but there's all but there's still people who are just are are, are riding with this nigga. Yep. It, it, it just it just makes it just makes absolutely no sense to me. At what point do you have that big uh you know, touch of evil revelation where the motherfucker you've been You've been supporting. Don't give a shit about you. The man practically said, "Hey, let's see if we can use disinfectant to get rid of whatever we, you know, get rid of this virus." <laughs> and people are still like, are still down with this dude. I'm like, you guys love it. Yeah. Um, the, the the saddest part about all this shit is there's already a built-in excuse. If, you know, even though this guy is obviously working against their best interest, the built-in excuse is if anything happens to these constituents, it's always the fault of somebody else. It's the fault of, it's the fault of liberals. It's the fault of black people. It's the fault of Mexicans. It's the fault of gay people. No matter what happens, it's always going to be somebody else's fault, except oh, well, for those okay. that's actually hurting you. Of course, the big the the, the, the big culprit this week, it, it, as is basically every week, is Obama. Yep. Like, which is that is the saddest shit I ever seen in my life when they you know Trump constantly tries to bring this guy into play, and I'm like he ain't there. He, he he didn't you know he ain't involved with any of this shit. Matter of fact, he tried to warn y'all what to do and y'all disregard. Did you have you seen the shit where it's just like um, his his mean girl press secretary uh, basically uh, 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 just talking down on the pandemic playbook that they left, saying that it's like a paper packet <laughs> and it's not. It's not in the it's not in a binder or wherever the fuck. It's just they left some. It's just, oh, it wasn't up to code. It was a. It's just it was something, and y'all acted like like everybody knows they left you something, and yeah. you acted like it wasn't like anything special. This y'all had four years to work with that shit. You telling me he left you something four years ago, and y'all just now looking at it? That's some last-minute-ass homework shit right there. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's all, man, it's, yeah, I, I, I've run out of adjectives for this shit at this point, because it's just, unfortunately, it's just, it's just normal at this point. It's just a day in the week at this point. You know, how are they going to fuck shit up today? Let's see. Oh, okay, there we go, cool. Now we can sleep easy, knowing that I was right. How, how do you just must? I just muster through it as, I mean, you think about just basically what you're doing, and the life you're living, and it doesn't make just you think about your little bubble in a sense, to where you try not to think about just the general stupidity that just flows on an almost hourly basis. Um, easy, actually. All the news things. Yeah. It's very easy. I don't pay attention to Trump. I genuinely it's don't. Very, there's there's no need to. It's you, not even... You, it's, 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 well, it's, it's not just Trump. It's just like just people in general doing the dumbest shit. I mean, come oh. on. Like, we we both live in the same town. Yes. And then most are people here to do shit that just like boggle the mind and they, like yeah, just yeah. like people always talk just the just a general conversation of people saying, Oh, I can't you know, I miss going outside and talking to people and just like and just hanging out. Y'all niggas didn't do that shit Right when y'all had when y'all had the opportunity. At least you didn't do it with me. Right. It was just like like they they miss being extroverts. And I'm just like <laughs> none of y'all were doing anything. Or once again, at least like when I would ask you, hey, you want to do something? You, you didn't. You you say, oh, I got. I'm staying in and watching Game of Thrones or whatever the hell the, the excuse was. Yep. So just like just like this belief that, you know, once again, it goes back to people think they just lost their freedom. But in fact, in fact like you had it, but you didn't never use it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, immediately I recognized that this fits directly into my chosen lifestyle to begin with. Once they started talking about, yeah, they might issue a stay-at-home order, I'm like, shit, i do that anyway. Yeah. What, you know, what's going to change for me? The only The only thing that frustrated me in the beginning was, you know, I'm like shit, man. I just, I just, I just want to go to the grocery store for like a regular ass trip. And now I gotta, you know, I gotta plan shit out. I gotta, I gotta deal with motherfuckers wrestling over water and toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now got to mask up and, you know, all, all the other shit. Uh, you know, it, it, that part of it, um, it is what it is. But I'm just like. It for me, I, I was able to cope with it because it's what I do anyway. I don't, you know, I wash my hands all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't just shake hands with motherfuckers if I feel like they're unclean. White people, uh, you know, I don't like standing all up on people, especially people I don't know. So I keep my distance. Social distancing was a thing for me before I knew there was a term for it. Um, and then, you know, even when, even in the earlier days, 
of the pandemic, which seems like so long ago, but it was only like seven weeks ago, when, you know, people were hoarding food and and doing all this extra shit, I realized that, you know what, I can still go and do things at non-peak times and still get the shit done that I need done. The, the other thing, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I understand that I, I speak from somewhat of a position of privilege compared to some folks. I've been doing grocery delivery for the last two years. Because I realized, hey, you know what? I don't have to spend a two-hour round-trip experience to go to the store to buy my groceries. I can, Mm. you know, for like an extra $5, I can have someone bring that shit to me. And for the last two years, I've been doing grocery delivery at home. I've only gone to the store recently because now you got to wait fucking three or four days to schedule a delivery out. But I was like, I've been doing that shit. People like, oh, the new normal is they're just going to have contactless delivery to your house. I'm like, I've never made contact with anyone that's delivering shit to, to my house. Leave that shit on the porch. I'll grab it in a second. Been doing that. You think I'm going to go <laughs> to the UPS person and hug them when they hand me a box? No, leave that shit on my porch. Well, that, that, that's another thing. Like, people have basically been prepping for this quarantine with with all like you know the Grubhub and the Postmates and mm-hmm. all this and and people in Amazon delivering boxes and shit, so it's just like I don't really see y'all y'all been staying inside, y'all been really trying to make staying inside you know a, a general thing. I don't know where <laughs> all this fucking oh oh they want us to stay in, and then people with you know pulling out AR-15s. And storming state capitals and going to lunch at Subway all armed and shit. <laughs> and I can't like help but point I can't help but point out just like like, you know, damn near what was it, forty, fifty years ago, just like the Black Panthers just walked into the 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 California State Capitol with uh with machine guns and they yep. nearly you know, almost got sprayed, and they get they all got arrested. But some some idiots up in Mich- Michigan got you know when the state cap or where and then and with guns. I don't know if they're loaded or not. And people were just like, you just have to go now. You just have to. You just have to leave with your with your weaponry, and just go <laughs> on your merry way. You know, they ain't never going to come to the hood with that shit. That's all oh, I'm no, say. of course not. You know, they ain't never going to come to the hood with that shit. They know how to pick their targets. And, you know, they're just, they just making a display. I'm like, y'all, look at all those guns. Those, those guns look new and shiny. Y'all ain't never shot shit. Take your little dumbass home. What the fuck are y'all, what the fuck are y'all geared up for? Because I tell you what, if the National Guard shows up in that bitch, Y'all are still getting lit up. Mm-hmm. You think 30 dudes with ARs can take on the fucking National Guard or Army or whoever the fuck will be the National Guard if it's domestic? Shit, they might call the Army that bitch ass. Y'all can't even handle SWAT. How about that? Y'all can't handle SWAT. What the fuck y'all gonna do if some real niggas run up on y'all? We just want our freedoms back. Blah! It's your freedom, motherfucker.
just people just just once again, just like people constantly think that their uh, their right to be free wherever they help whatever right they think they have, because I know they haven't fully read the Constitution, but uh, or the Bill of Rights. It just all just just basically uh, as a you know just uh, you know just. Uh, it's just, 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 just pieces of history that tells them what they have and, and they don't have as citizens. Uh, you know, just they, they just, they just think they have this shit. And every time some somebody in, in government says you got to do this, it's like you're, 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 you're hindering on our rights or whatever. And it's just like. No, nigga, we just we just trying to just to, just to make sure nobody else is sick. Because I don't know if you've heard of this, eighty thousand people are dead. Yep. That that just be the thing everybody just starts saying. Just like whatever you know, anytime somebody just talks about just like uh uh just uh, just yeah just oh uh, just they're taking our freedom. Just like we need to open up shit. I'm just like. Hey, nigga, eighty thousand people are dead, <laughs> and that's and, like, you know confirmed. Yeah, and, and somehow Trump is not responsible for any of this, which is shocking. Because like, I, if Obama did this shit, or anybody, or any nigga, they you know they'd be known as the nigga who killed eighty thousand people. Yep, single handedly. Just, just, just kids would roll up on him on the street. Oh, hey, mom, that's a, that's a nigga that killed eighty thousand people. <sighs> Shit. Well, that's why everything is canceled, right? <laughs> oh yeah, everything is canceled, and, and I'm okay with that. Just, yeah. Like we, there are a lot of things that really don't need to happen for a while. <clears throat> just. And I can, I can, I just, you know, find other things to write about. I'm, I'm trying to write about new shit now. I gotta, gotta write about how people are, how black people are still getting shot and killed in this environment Still. by the police. Still. In, in, in the midst of the pandemic, shit still goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all motherfuckers trying to reopen the economy. We're just trying to still not get shot. While doing things like sleeping in our homes and being innocent, like how's that shit still happening? It's like we're gonna kill you in your house. Yeah, not outside, not in a you know during a chase or whatever. We're just gonna blow you away on your property. We shouldn't be there in the first goddamn place, but you know we're just the cops. We're just gonna do whatever the fuck we want. So, yep. we're gonna come in in plain clothes, unannounced, with guns, and you know, you as an untrained, unprofessional, non-law enforcement officer, you should have, you should have the temperament to use your discretion to determine that these people are actually law enforcement officials, whereas the law mm-hmm. enforcement officials themselves can just shoot recklessly without having to verify shit. And it, it's an old adage where people are saying, like, 
why are we the ones held to a higher standard than the actual trained professionals? I'm just saying. And of course, if they're not actually killing black people, they just like they just beat the shit out of them for not yep. wearing masks. That is that too. So, I, I will I, I will say though that one. One unexpected, glorious side effect of this whole thing is that I, as a large black man, can go in public wearing a full mask, knowing goddamn well I'm making people uneasy, and they can't say shit about it. I, I went in the Sam's with a full balaclava mask that covered my entire head and only showed my eyes, and it's black, and it's menacing. And I just walked through that bitch like a fucking supervillain. And people were getting the fuck out of my way and nobody could say anything about it. I, I, getting... I will say, like, that for, for, for me, it's just like I wear masks and I can just talk shit about people and nobody knows what the fuck I'm saying because <laughs> so like, I can't believe she just walking out here with the, with the with the with the booty shorts and the ass all out like that, just <laughs> in the middle of the Walmart, like she got kids and everything, just 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 ass falling out the booty shorts and just you know, yeah. so that's why and, you can look right at it. <laughs> yeah, just look look, god damn, look at that just booty shorts fall, ass falling out the booty shorts. Uh, right, yeah, no. Yeah, just 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 the, some of the funny things you see at Walmart, which has just been it's funny. Like I'm not, I'm not even homeless anymore, but it's just like Walmart is still a place I gravitate to. <laughs> yeah, I used to I used to just I used to go to sleep in the parking lot because you know sometimes there'd be the twenty. This is the place. Just like uh, I don't know if there you I don't know if there's like a uh, Walmart you go to, but you know when you are homeless. And you find parking uh, Walmart parking lots to go to. There is the classy Walmart parking lot, and there is the uh, nigga Walmart parking lot, mm. which is always. And usually that nigga Walmart parking lot is located where, of course, where most of the niggas at. Um, you know, um, you know, dumbbell. But uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever. Been to that Walmart. I'll be honest. I have, I have kind of sworn myself away from Walmart during mm-hmm. the pandemic because even in the best of times, Walmart is one of the worst places on earth. Um, I have well, one well, of the Sam's. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, like I said, there's the classy Walmart and there's the nigga Walmart, and you, yeah. you just go to the classy Walmart. And you have to deal with that bullshit. But if you go to the nigga Walmart, nigga. Yeah. So that's basically, yeah. like, you got to know which Walmart to go to. Like I basically got to go to the one on West Park and, yeah, the one on West Park in 59, the newish one. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's that one. There's all, yeah, the, the one you're talking about, South Rice. Yep, uh, South but Rice. There's, all, there's also the one near the Marquee. That's a classy one. Uh, Marquis. Oh, that's right. Really? That one is newish. Yeah. 
the really classy one is uh, near uh, Montrose, near the Heights, on Yale Street. Because, the neighborhood Walmart. Like, the neighborhood Walmart. Yeah, the neighborhood Walmart. Because I yeah. try to park over there, you know, it's twenty four hours. That's that's another thing. Uh, like, cause you know, when it's a twenty four hour Walmart, you know, you can sleep in the parking lot, but sometimes you get those uh, those security guards who didn't get the memo that you can that people can sleep in a twenty in the parking lot of a 24-hour Walmart. And sadly, a lot of them are black. A lot of them are African. Like, mm. I don't know what that's about. Mm. They're just like African, like Nigerian uh, security guards. Uh, I don't know. You cannot that, sleep uh, there. You cannot yeah, sleep you, there. Oh, yeah. you, you, you can't sleep there. You cannot sleep. It's, but it's, this, this is public property. This is like... This is for now private property. You get with, with it. it's a fucking Walmart, dude. What the? <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna, am I? How much? How much damage am I going to do by sleeping? Yeah, it's Not quite literally bothering. the least. It's the least dangerous activity that anyone can do. They just they just see a nigga in a in a in a car in the parking lot of a Walmart at two three o'clock in the morning. I'm assuming they think that I'm going to do drugs or I'm going to hold up. I I also got to say, uh, going back to the uh, the nigga park, uh, nigga Walmart. Like of all Walmart's I've been to, the the nigga Walmart is the only Walmart where it's just like uh, the security guard will just look at you because, like you say, if you're wearing a hoodie. And just like some like some stuff in the pockets of your hoodie, they'll think mm-hmm. you're stealing. Yep. And but it's just but you, but you tell them like I'm not stealing. I don't I don't have anything. I'm just like I. But they'll like just just like warn you. Just like I just tell you, you know, just you know, just 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 stay. Just you know, you just like got got some stuff in your, in your hoodie, man. Just like just like <laughs> like and, and you're just like, are you are you? Suggesting I shoplift at the Walmart, or are you like? Because I'm not shoplifting at the Walmart. It's just like they just they're like they're like trying to tell you like you know next you know next time you shot you, you you try to steal something you know make sure you you, you be a conspicuous with it. I'm like, but I'm not stealing anything. Right at the nigga Walmart. It's just, You know they they don't get it, man. Yeah, they they don't get that shit. Uh, you know, but mm-hmm. again, a lot of people haven't been, a lot of people haven't truly been poor or homeless or or in a situation where, you know, fuck it. If I want to survive the night, I need to find a parking lot that I can safely sleep in. Because the city of Houston apparently does not give a fuck about me. Oh yeah, yeah. Just there's nothing. Yeah. We we can just spend a whole hour talking about how you don't know, give a fuck about nobody, but yeah, I've already done that, uh, you know, ad uh, ad nauseum. Uh, but uh, but I really just actually at this point, I just want to get uh, just how how you doing with the the podcast, the Pains Wild Plaque. You know, I've had Oz on the show. Uh-huh. The last time I spoke to Oz, we got in a screaming match for two hours. 
Oh shit! I just figured. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that one, but it's just like it's just. I thought, well, I think I should talk to Damien now and just see how he's doing uh, and how how the podcast doing. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely won't scream. Uh, it's going well. We're we are about to record episode number eighty-eight, which means that we are approximately twelve weeks away from uh, the elusive episode one hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want to make it a big thing, and hopefully, the world will be open enough to allow us to do that. Uh, the mm-hmm. last, the last, I guess, eight or ten episodes we've recorded uh, remotely, mm-hmm. so that's 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 been kind of a different experience. But I mean, yeah, we we still we still you know we are still um, black. <laughs> we're still opinionated. Yeah, and we are we are still apparently drunk. Every time we record, yeah. So the only, I the would, only difference. Oh, wait. I was just saying. I would think you talking about how you guys have been doing it remotely, but it's just like because you know I've been I recorded a couple of times with you, and just you, you do it in that small studio and near yeah. the end of wherever the hell that place is, <laughs> and just uh, just yeah, I think it just be like this this environment. This 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 uh, squared off environment, you two can just get together and record this. Nah, it's it's just you know, again, I don't I don't trust most strangers right now. I don't mm-hmm. trust people to not spread disease and pestilence. And, and you know, I I think it's pretty likely that most of us have already come in contact with it in some form. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to be responsible for spreading it when I don't have to. Yeah. And and you know, we have we have the means to do it remotely for now and at some point, hopefully in the very near future, uh, we can get drunk together in person. Yeah. We talk every we talk every week about getting you back in the fold, but you know, that's that's one thing that we want to do in person. Okay. Um yeah, but, I'm, I'm I'm always I'm always, you know, welcome. Just I just want to make sure that, you know, just you guys are, uh, you know, I mean, you, you already know the thing where it's just like I, I I'm not one to uh, drop in because every time every time I drop in the shows, motherfuckers get all uh, uncomfortable and awkward and shit. Like just, you know, pray up. What I might say whatever, and I'm just like I just like I didn't have to, I don't have to be at this motherfucker. I was just gonna hang out, <laughs> and I was just you know, I wasn't trying to pose or anything. Nah. So just like I just want to make sure it's just like I'm like I'm basically like a vampire now. Just you gotta invite me into your goddamn domicile so I don't step on any toes. Uh, we enjoy having you. We're, you're a favorite person to have there. Mm. You know, we don't we don't invite. We have not invited very few people to come through, right. and that's that's that was a conscious choice. Uh, you know, we we just we want everything to open up again so that we can resume with the fuckery. Uh, we want to be worse than we've ever been. Uh, you know, all of good things, but you know, we still. We've been very consistent. We post still pretty much every Monday. Um, it, it, this has really exposed our age gap because Oz talks about insecure every week, and I'm like, I'm still trying to catch up. I got to go back and hear what all the young folks are saying in insecure. 
you know. It's got uh, the point where I'm afraid to watch that show now because it's just like, like I just see people commenting on how I hate these motherfuckers, <laughs> and I'm just like, why would you watch that if you hate watching these people? It just was. I, I yeah. gave up on that a long time ago. I'm not wasting my time watching a TV show for people. I just, I just despise people on the general. So hmm. just like, I don't want to watch a show. Yeah, I, 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 myself. I stopped hate watching a long time ago. It's the reason why I haven't watched the, the Grateful Dead in seven, I mean, not Grateful Dead, The Walking Dead in seven seasons. I stopped hate yeah. watching a long time ago. It's like, and I, and I don't want to watch shit just to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. so-and-so did that. Did you like it? Uh, I hate watching it. That's stupid. That's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, and I just, I guess I also have to ask, uh, just, as I mentioned earlier, since yeah, you are a rapper, uh, well, you, 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 I don't know, if, I forget if the term, you call yourself a broke rapper or what is this? What am I? Um, I, I'm, I don't know. Semi-retired broke rapper. Semi-retired, yeah, semi-retired. Yeah. You used to be in the uh, uh, the group Chaotix, then known as the yeah. legendary KO. Yep, yep. And uh, just I I don't know. Just you, you ever think about uh, dipping back and just like, hey, I mean, if little brother can get back, well, if Fonte and Big Pooh get back together <laughs> and made the best goddamn uh, hip hop record I've heard in years. Yeah, you say chaotic can't do the same damn thing. We could. I mean, we 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 toss the idea around uh, every so often. I will say this: next year is the 20 year anniversary of our debut album, Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, we are currently um, doing pre production on a documentary for that. Wow! And there's there's a good possibility that there might be some new music to come out of it. Wow. All right. Um, it's still in the very early, early stages, but, um, you know, that's something that we, we're looking forward to. Like, damn, we're that old that we have a 20-year anniversary of something. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it also is just the whole thing of just, like, holy, holy shit, it's, it's, it's 20 years ago? It's just, yeah. Like what the what the hell happened between them? Just, like there are little little patches of time between then and now where it's just like, wait a minute, what the hell happened? I don't like I I don't remember stuff that happened. I remember stuff that happened like uh, twenty thirty years ago, but ten years ago, don't ask. Yeah. Me. Yeah, that's, that's weird, five man. years ago, last year, yeah. Like there's a whole there's a whole blank spot for me from like 2009 until 2016. I don't remember shit that happened in there. Like nothing significant happened during that time. I don't remember shit. But I remember, you know, I remember the day that Tropical Storm Allison hit, and we were sitting in the Whataburger. Yeah. yeah. Interviewing with Craig Lindsay. I was I was wondering if I should bring the healthy not just not really much of that but just like because I remember a couple of years ago when I had you on the earlier incarnation of this iteration or this show or whatever 
mm-hmm. and uh, you you told me how I uh, called you uh, for requ- to request an interview mm-hmm. with Chaotix, and it was just one of the most unique experiences of your life. And I did not know. I did not. I did not know this was a thing with you that just just me calling you up for uh, to interview you was such a special moment. What? And just I mean I, I I understand I know it was just like just a guy just interviewing you to be in the you know Houston press with it when he uh interview ended up, but it's just like the way you sound is just like it was just like uh, this 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 unique figure came out of nowhere. You have, a, you have a, well, you have a very unique voice. First of all, you have a unique yeah. voice, and your your approach at the time was very different than a lot of other people's voices. You, you're very direct. Mm-hmm. You're very direct, and you know, for you, it was something very much to the effect of, "I'm Craig Lindsay. I write for the Houston Press. I want to do an interview with Chaotic." We, we, at the time, we were very used to people talking around something to get to that point. So mm-hmm. most people at the time, and, and it, that's why it was kind of refreshing to have someone who was like straight to the point, like, I write for the Houston Press, I want to do an interview with you, with you guys. Most other people like, hey, how's it going? You know, big fan, long time fan. What are you guys up to these days? Oh, yeah? How's your family doing? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I was listening to your project the other day, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop, and I was thinking, man, it's dope. These cats are from Houston. They're making music like this. When do you guys have any shows coming up? Okay, word. I may check it out. Oh, by the way, I write for public news. Can I do a write-up with you guys? Why don't why you just <laughs> skip to that in the beginning, you know? All right, see public news. I, yeah, all right, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know who. Wait, who? Wait, I forget. I'm trying to see who was hitting me up. It's probably Aaron Howard or, or Gracie Travis or Miami. But yeah. uh, I, I remember Gracie interviewing. Mean, Gracie was Gracie was cool. She wasn't. She mm-hmm. she wasn't one of the ones that talked around things a lot. But you know, at the time we had every even outside the public news and Houston press, there were a bunch of just some other regular homegrown ads publications that people would always you know they they never really got the chance to interview anyone so they didn't really know mm-hmm. how to ask people how to interview so they would they would just talk around and do a bunch of flattery and then be like hey by the way i'd like to do an interview with you guys like this come out and say that and you were one of the first ones to just be like i'm craig Lindsay here right for houston press i want to do an art uh an interview with you guys and i was like oh Okay, that simple. All right, sure. And then, well, what you know? If there's anything my, if there's anything my mother taught me is like that term: don't go all around the mulberry bush. Which means, you know, don't, you know, just don't, just get straight to the point. And I did. I wasn't wasn't trying. I, I, you know, just. It's always just the thing is trying to get up, contact people and talk to hell, this, 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 what we're doing right now. It took a, took a while because just like I, I forget, 
I kind of forgot your number, so I was hitting you up on on the socials trying to see what to do. <laughs> and, and it's still and it's still an uphill battle trying to get people to to talk about to talk to you about anything. Yeah. So just like it's always, I always try to like just be upfront with them. Just hey, I do a podcast, or I do I I, I write it for this place, and can, would you be interested in talking about stuff? And just yeah, just trying just just try to get that request out there. So it's just just let you know. Just I'm just here to just try to talk to you. Just everything. It's not really much of a deal. I, I you know yeah. It, you were saying just how people just don't know how to do that is just to try to try to bullshit yeah. you and just like I found it's just like if you just tell people what the fuck you want then they just they will yeah just well the other thing is people I think people are afraid to hear the word no so mm-hmm. I think if they a lot of people feel like if you strike up a conversation with someone and you, you develop a good enough rapport in that two minutes or whatever that you're talking that it reduces the likelihood of them saying no. They yeah. don't know this about me. I'm going to say no if I'm going to say no, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Regardless. Um, you know, and I, <laughs> it was funny. I, I, I saw the notification on Twitter, and, and I, I legit, there are days where I just forget that I have a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And I saw the notification pop up in the minute. I said, oh, someone's DMing me? I was like, oh, it's Craig Whitney. He slid into my DMs. Uh, yeah, and then I forgot to go back and look at my DMs for another week. So that's why, like, just hit me on my phone. I always got my phone in front of me. I, I don't. Twitter. I, I don't understand Twitter anymore. Nobody it's just, does. Me, it's a maze of words on the screen that don't mean anything for the most part. And I'm trying not to say old. Not try, trying not to sound old when I say that. But it just it it's nonsensical. It, it's you know, it's it, it's a, it's, a, it's getting a point where it's addiction with me, where it's just like I just I just I just go on it just to see what dumbass shit people say this time around. It's just like it's just an ongoing uh, cacophony of yeah. uh, of of people just saying what the hell ever it just and just. Now, I, I know I gotta stop and just like there there are times when I just like cut uh, cut off the phone and just read a book because that's just need that in my life need just need book learning. <laughs> so, but yeah, you do. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, just yeah. I guess if nobody is contacting you on the the, the Twitter spheres and everything, I guess that means they that you are. People realize that you're too old for this shit. <laughs> you're you're a grown ass man, and you're just grown like, ass man. Yeah. So, so I think the only good thing about Twitter is that it's really the only social media platform where you can still see titties. Oh yeah, yeah. I I saw recently. I saw some woman trying to put a put a one of her. Um, memories in a dude's mouth, and I guess the dude—I guess I don't know—to illustrate that he was playing a video game or something. Mm. And you know, he he wasn't having it. Like he just, just he was not having the the the, the, the titty sucking at the moment. 
fuck is wrong with him? So, I don't know. This was just like, I guess they were just trying to, to do that video for the for the likes or the clout or whatever the hell they do it now for. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that if, 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 if titties are presented to you, uh, you should be able and willing to accept them in yeah, whatever form that they're presented. Yeah, because the titties in front of you are such a rarity. Yeah. 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 It's just... yeah. I, yeah. You know, you know, celebrate what you have while you have it because there will come a day in, in every person's life where titties will not be readily available. And you will wish that you dealt with them when they were available. Yeah. Cause... Yeah, you know. You don't want to be that dude, just like just just lying awake uh, at night, wondering just like I could have seen, you know, wondering what how how many titties you could have seen in your lifetime. <laughs> just yeah. just like think back that time at Rick's Cabaret if you stuck around for for just one more hour you could. have could have had some titties in your hand. Uh, just, uh, but you, but you had to go because you, you had to go to work the next day or something like that. But yeah, that's that's, that's pretty much how this shit works, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that the, you, y'all, you and I should just do a show dedicated, just a special episode dedicated to titties. Huh. Because it'll be the titty show where you just talk about the best titties you've had and what are your top five titties. Mm. I, I guess for people who don't know, like, I yeah. ends every show by just saying titties. Yeah. So, obviously, titties is a substantial part of the uh, opinions while black mythology it is, yeah. So, so yeah. So this, you do like a special episode where you just talk well, about titties. Has he told you about? Has he told you about opinions while black after dark? I, yeah, I was there. Was like we're talking about. Well, uh, yeah. him talking just possibility of doing yeah in uh, our which is weird because like opinions <laughs> while black I was. Uh, I, th- I think, yeah, I think I said that, like, opinions while black after dark is opinions while black. So otherwise, <laughs> you would just, oh, we're going to do a, uh, an explicit spinoff. And I'm like, nigga, you talk about OnlyFans and, and, and shit yeah. all the time. So, yeah, it's, it's, This is the version of the podcast where he won't pretend, <laughs> he won't pretend like he's not trying to be problematic. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling the opinions while black after dark will be a very good launch pad for a full episode on titties. Yeah. That that'd be the first episode. And you have to be there. Hey, but well yeah, like well like I said, you know, if you want me to come down, I'll come down and we'll talk we'll just talk about titties for two hours. So. Mm. Or maybe three. Shit. Three can never hey, the words. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I just will uh, 
just yeah, just three hours of, of titties, just just wall to wall titties. I sir, uh, can you tell uh, the listeners, whoever still listens to us after talking about titties, uh, just uh, where can you know people contact you? Where can they listen to you? With you know where they can can they reach you? Absolutely, yeah, the fuck is better still be listening. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to opinionswildblack.com. Yes, opinionswildblack.com. It has all of our contact information, including email, social medias, and all that good stuff. It also has a playlist embedded that has archived all of our episodes. Uh, opinionswildblack.com. You can also find us on, um, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well mm-hmm. as Spotify. And if you go to Spotify, there is an actual playlist. Every every episode, Oz has a song of the week, and he has he is curating a playlist of all the songs that have been played on Opinions While Black. Mm-hmm. Very good songs that that you know a lot of people are being put onto. A mix of new artists, established artists, um, music you've heard before, some music you probably never heard before. It's a very good playlist. It's called the Opinions While Black. Something something playlist. If you search mm-hmm. opinions while black on Spotify, you'll come across the podcast and the playlist. It's All right, good. and what are your and and uh, what are your social media handles again? Uh, for opinions while black on Twitter, it's opinions black. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, it's opinions while black. And on Facebook, you can just search for opinions while black podcast, and it's right there. In your face. Yeah. Well, uh, what about you? Your your personal uh, handles? Uh, them? So for my video work, Ill Mannered Media is the name of the company. Um, I'll just give you the Instagram. I have a Twitter, but I go to it zero percent of the time. Um, but mm-hmm. Instagram for Ill Mannered Media is Ill Mannered Media. Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, go there, and that's where I post most of. The things that I'm actually working on, uh, yeah, that's about the best place to go. Because um, yeah, Twitter is Twitter's just not my thing, and I deactivated mm-hmm. I actually deactivated my Facebook account last year. I've been Facebook free for about a year. Yeah, congratulations, sir. Thank you. It is. Um, I. It's it's weird because people still come to me and talk about shit that they got into on Facebook, and they're like, "Wow, we're still living in a time where people argue with other people online for hours on end about shit that they're going to forget about the next day." That's why I left Facebook. I also left Facebook because all of my aunts are on there as well, and I feel like if a group of seventy-year-olds is on Facebook and they're tagging me and shit. I don't need to be there. Yeah, I got I got to get off there because it's like it's just full of just bitter hotep niggas now. Oh, it's just the hotepery is running rampant on Facebook, and it's just yeah. Do I still need this? This is I don't know. Just so yeah, you 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 did a great a great feat uh, hopping off the yeah. B train. Yeah. yeah, it was it was easy. 
yeah. I went through first, and there was an app that I found back then. I can't remember what it's called, but it was an app that basically deleted all my posts from Facebook. Mm-hmm. And once I deleted all of my posts, I deactivated the account. Wow. I have not been back. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 Godspeed, sir. You, you, you try, you, you do what you can to persevere, whatever the hell is going on these days. Well, thank and, you. You do uh, the thing. I thank, thank you for, uh, for taking time to talk to me because I haven't talked to a lot of people. So who am I talking about? I haven't talked to anybody at all. But uh, just uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, taking part in this and uh, just, you know, good luck with all the stuff you got going. Anytime. I enjoyed it. Thanks for thanks for inviting me and, and capitalizing on the fact that I have nothing to do with my life right now. Uh, but I, I, hey, I, I, do, yeah. I do enjoy talking, though. I, I really do enjoy it. All right. Well, you, yeah, you have a good one now. All right, you too. Bye, man. Bye. Right. Peace. All right, God damn it, That was the one and the only Damian Randall uh, you know, speaking via Google Voice. That's how I record conversations these days. Um, glad to talk to him. He was, he, he's good people. So I'm going to close this one out. Um, actually, I'm going to close this one out. Figure what a song that he did in, you know, within the Chaotix legendary KO group. Simply titled, uh, George Bush Don't Like Black People, a classic of his uh, way back in the day. So uh, I'm just going to say, um, until then... Till whenever, maybe I'll see you in two weeks. Maybe not. Uh, this is Craig D. Lindsay saying, uh, Sarah Huckabee, you, me, and uh, those uh, WWE ice cream sandwiches that they got out now from Good Humor. Like I'm gonna get some of that shit now because I just found out about them. So, uh, so yeah, just we'll be taking some of that shit in. All right, have a good one. George Bush doesn't care about black people. She killed me, mom. Uh, I ain't saying he's a gold digger. He ain't messing with no broke niggas. She killed me, mom. I ain't saying he a gold digger. He ain't messing with no broke niggas. George Bush don't like black people. George Bush don't like blackness. George Bush don't like black people. George Bush don't like black Hurricane came through, fucked us up round here. Government acting like it's bad luck down here. All I know is that you better bring some trucks round here. Wonder why I got my middle finger up round here. People lives on the line, you declining the hell. Since you taking so much time, we surviving ourselves. Just me and my pets and my kids and my spouse. Trapped in my own house, looking for a way out. Tell them that we need to get out of here.
Five days in this motherfucking attic. Can't use the cell phone, I keep getting static. Dying cause they lie instead of telling us the truth. Other day the helicopters got my neighbors off the roof. It's cool cause they said they're coming back for us too. That was three days ago, I don't see no rescue. See a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Since God made the path and I'm trying to walk through. Right? Swam to the store trying to look for food. Corner stores kind of flooded so I broke my way through. I got what I could but before I got through the news said police shot a black man trying to leave. Don't like black. I got 